everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. So thanks for tuning in. You're going to want to sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Welcome, podcast listeners. It's episode 70. Here we go, folks. Varsity Podcast. Looking at a solo podcast with just old DK. I uh, ran into some stuff this week with uh, Diamond Dave. He <laughs> had a canine code red. He actually uh, did the right thing, rescued a dog, and then um, did the wrong thing and let it sneak out of the house. No, I don't think it was anything to do with him. I think uh, the dog just had a mind of its own. He said he actually uh, found the door ajar and the dog was missing. So he's been on the hunt for this dog uh, for a about a day now and uh, been totally radio silent, which is understandable when you lose a uh, family friend such as a four-legged hairy beast, but uh, best, of, best of luck to him. And uh, I think they've got an idea on the thing. They just got to figure out how to get it to get on a leash. So anyway, we figured we'd throw a solo podcast at you with uh, some random thoughts that uh, cross old DK's plate and, and how we can uh, maybe fill a little time, a little space and see how everybody's doing. I, uh, got a few emails this week with some questions about some real estate stuff, which we will get to later. But first we have to talk about every Minnesotan's favorite week of the year. It's high school hockey tournament time, which can only mean one thing. It's time for the all tournament hair team. This guy was going to retire, but evidently, uh, he felt the necessity and, uh, and Boyle's done, he must have found a sponsor that uh, he was able to put the hockey hair team together for this year. So we cut up some segments uh, and thought we'd throw it in. It's uh, it's good humor every year. So take a listen. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Hello and welcome to the all hockey hair team. I know I was supposed to retire and I did seriously consider it. But hair is important in Minnesota and needs to be protected. It's our families, our future. Babies are being born with flow. Everyone's growing it out. At number five, we call this the Sinatra salad, the My Way mullet, vinaigrettes. He's had a few, but then again, too few to mention. At number four, Hairman Town has a new mayor. His name is Mike. What's that? You need a really big place to stay? Well, we call this the hair B&B, and Jake left the key under the front mat. At number two, from Lakeville, pure rock and roll, borderline reckless, love the chaos. At number one, we have Colin from Delano. He's just a sophomore, but he must have a pretty good fake because he gets into the salad bar every night. Every night. <laughs> there you go. There's a couple from this year. Uh, Hairman Town. How about that? Uh, yeah, it's just too uh, monotone for us to to deal with. But it's kind of a funny little bit. If you want to look it up, you can find it on YouTube or wherever. Uh, but it's a little monotone, so they might need to step it up for next year. But yeah, so we're starting off March Madness and uh, just coming to the end of the uh, hockey in Minnesota, which uh, means spring is coming. Everybody uh, is a little bit happier, a little more bounce in their step, so hopefully the warmer temperatures are to follow. 
Uh, another thing I wanted, <laughs> I went out and, uh, the boss made me get a flu shot this week. So I made sure that I, uh, went over to the, uh, went over to the local Walgreens to get a flu shot. And they, uh, I was at the pharmacy counter and the ladies filling out the paperwork, blah, 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 blah. What's your name? Blah, 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 blah. Insurance. And evidently it doesn't cost anything to get a flu shot. So I don't know why people don't do it. I guess there's some controversy between whether we want to get a flu shot or not, because you don't want to put the flu in your body, but whatever the wife was making me do it. Cause I got some travel coming up, but, uh, I went in there to get it done and the lady's like, here, come with me. And it's one of the, the people that work the counter. And I'm like, do you give the flu shot? Like, like, do they just let anybody do the flu shot? She goes, Oh no, the pharmacist will do it. I just take you over into this room. And that way you're, uh, you know, ready for, uh, when she comes in, um, and you know, it doesn't take a lot of time to do it. So she comes in and she brings this red bucket and then like this medical kit and the, uh, the red bucket is full of like dead syringes that have been used already for other people getting the flu shot, which I thought was weird, but she sets all this down and puts you on the, puts you in the chair and she's like, okay, the pharmacist will be in in a minute. And she goes to close the door. And I said, so, so should I be naked? Like, like, do I need to get undressed? And she goes, she's laughing. She goes, no, it's just a flu shot. She's just going to go into your arm, which I knew. But I thought, hey, you know what? I might as well uh, lighten the mood a little bit. And uh, the lady at <laughs> Walgreens was quite amused by it because, you know, I could just hear going over the loudspeaker. Yeah, we got an overweight guy in the waiting room who, uh, for some reason, is naked. He's just here for a flu shot. <laughs> so, uh, anywho, that uh, that went well. But, boy, the flu shot, let me tell you, it's not even – I don't even know if they break the skin. You just feel this little nick in your arm, and then all of a sudden you're done. Okay, you're good. They put the little Band-Aid on, you're out. I didn't even know my arm's not sore today. Uh, you know, whatever. So public service announcement number two, go get a flu shot. Cause I mean, really hardcore, uh, the flu is going around. So now there's this whole coronavirus flu out there and everybody, Oh, go get a mask. You need a mask, you know, and everybody's wearing these masks. Well, if you listen to a doctor or any kind of these medical shows or read anything about this coronavirus, the people who are sick need to wear the mask which makes it easy to figure out who's sick, where if we're all wearing masks, it doesn't do you any good to be wearing a mask per these medical professionals that I'm listening to. So people could stop buying the masks and wearing them all over the place because now it's going to get to the point where if you're wearing a mask, you're going to look like you have the virus and people are going to avoid you like the plague because technically wearing a mask and not having the virus is a waste of a mask. So stop buying them, stop taking them off the shelves and, and running the people who need them, uh, the people who need them need to be able to have access to them. So I went to uh, home Depot today and there was, uh, uh, a lot of the Lysols and the cleaning stuff and the, and the, and the disinfectant stuff is all <laughs> shelves are empty. There's nothing, uh, there's not a, a can or a bottle to be found. So the, the flu is going around. I'm, I'm, uh, doing some travel here coming up. I'm a little nervous about it, but, but what are you going to do? I don't, I don't think uh, we can stop living. Uh, besides that, has anybody heard what exactly the symptoms are? It's just the flu, I think. So it's just the flu, which means you really feel like you have the flu. I mean, yeah, it's probably a pretty severe case, but a lot of the people that are dying from it or, or becoming severely ill have already got respiratory problems or, or are ill or elderly you know, so it's, it's definitely something to be concerned about, but and by all means, I'm not a medical professional. I just play one on TV. But the fact of the matter is, is I don't think you need to be overly concerned 
about hunkering down just yet, uh, I do uh, want to remind people of the Y2K epidemic and how people were stockpiling gallons of water and food and all the necessary items for Y2K. The world's going to stop. And I don't think anything happened. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't hear of one case, uh, from, from the Y2K thing. So not that there aren't any cases, legitimate cases. We actually have one case here in Minneapolis, uh, not Minneapolis, in Minnesota right now of the coronavirus. The fact of the matter is, is it's all over the news, but for some reason they won't tell us where it is, like what town, what person, where, you know, give us something, you know, it'd be nice to say, Hey, it's the one with the mask on, but there's way too many people wearing masks. We can't separate all this crazy shit out. So I, uh, I don't know. The flu thing is out of control, but I'm using a lot more hand sanitizer. And, and it's funny because people are like, Oh, I got to go wash my hands for this. Or I got to go wash my hands. It's like, why aren't you doing this normally? Like you should be washing your hands all the time. The sign that pisses me off the most is that the one when you're at the bar or a restaurant or something, and it says employees must wash their hands before they return to work. If you have to tell your employee to wash their hands after they use the bathroom, you probably don't want them as an employee. And as we've said before, if these people aren't washing their hands, is a little sign in the bathroom that says, hey, wash your hands, going to make them go, oh, okay, maybe I should wash my hands. Okay. I mean, come on. Isn't that one of the basics we learn right out of the gate? Wash your hands, you freaking animal. I don't know how many times I've been in a public restroom or a... Uh, restaurant or somewhere, and you see people doing the most disgusting things, and they don't wash their hands. But you know, old DK, Mister, I got no tact. I'll uh, I'll walk up to him and go, "Hey, uh, you might want to run a little loofah over those uh, rusty mitts of yours because they're uh, uh, plenty dirty from the places you've been. Because I've seen where you've been, dirtbag." But that's how this thing's going to get uh, shut down is people just have to start being a lot cleaner. I, uh, my real job on a day-to-day basis is being a real estate appraiser. And I go into a lot of houses and I see how a lot of people live and OMG, we got some problems. People are, you know, we are not as far from being the four-legged animals that we once were, uh, as people think. I mean, people are really, wow. I, uh, you know. I, I could bathe in hand sanitizer probably hourly with, uh, with my day job, because there's a lot of people out there that live in pretty unhealthy, unclean conditions. So you got to be real careful of that. I was at, I was actually at the, uh, Walgreens getting my flu shot. And what do you do when you get a shot? You get candy. So I of course had to get myself a little candy because you know, uh, that's just, uh, what you get for your reward for sitting through the shot. Uh, not that it was much of a shot at all, but I'm in line getting a roll of Starburst and I'm thinking to myself, cause I walk by, you know, I like to browse around a little bit at the, at the Walgreens to see what they have. And they now have a Pepto-Bismol liquid diarrhea medication. Okay. So when I get in line and I'm buying regular Pepto-Bismol, you give it the old, oh, you know, the kid's sick. <laughs> you know, you don't want to tell them that you got a tummy ache. But when you walk up there with a big bottle of Pepto-Bismol diarrhea uh, formula, are you not saying that, hey, I got a problem? You know, it's hard to pass that one off to the, oh, it's the kids. You know, it's the kids. It's like, well, then you're immediately thinking, do you wash your hands? You know, you're grabbing diarrhea (laughs) Pepto-Bismol. Woo. So I'm just going to start doing a, uh, uh, get a, a custom made strap for my belt that holds hand sanitizer <laughs> so that I can just, chick, chick, chick. but I thought to myself, these people that are at Walgreens, 
boy, the stories they could tell. I should probably get one of them on the podcast so we can get a, an inside look at just what kind of stuff. I mean, obviously it's all stuff that's on the shelves at Walgreens, but how many times do you think they're like, Oh, look at you girl, you know, <laughs> buying the Pepto-Bismol diarrhea, huh? <laughs> And the, and the box of micro condoms. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Usually there's elderly people at uh, Walgreens working, so they don't really have an inside, uh, have too much of a, a care on these items, but they're all always very nice. And so anyway, I went with the full roll of Starburst cause God damn it. I deserved it. I took the shot right in the arm. Bingo, bango. Hey, I was at the, uh, uh, Home Depot today and I wasn't throwing a fit this time. I was just there picking up stuff that I needed. And this is, this is, I'm not even shitting you. This actually happened. I have a, uh, uh, Lexus that I, uh, that I drive. Actually, it's a, it's a lease and my lease is coming up, but, uh, like a m- month after I got this car, I was driving in a neighborhood and there was construction going on. I drove over this thing. Boom. This board pops up, smashes my passenger side mirror, not smashes it, but like broke the plastic shell of the mirror. Right. And this is a uh, newer Lexus. It's, it's, you know, got all the bells and whistles, yada, 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 heated mirrors, all this crap. So I immediately looked into it and it's like 1500 bucks to get this mirror replaced. So I did a little fancy gluing and some fancy taping and you'd never know the difference. I've been through a million and one car washes. It still hasn't fallen apart. It still looks like the regular mirror, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I'm at home Depot today waiting for the wife. Cause she's overlooking at some stuff. And, uh, I just happened to be perusing the appliance department because I want to find somebody who's trying to buy something so I can let them in on the old public service announcement that I just recently shared with all of you listeners. And, uh, this guy comes up, he's an older gentleman and I'm like, man, these fridges, they're crazy. They, you know, cause they got door within a door and, you know, crushed ice, shaved ice, bulk ice, you know, uh, warm ice. They got every kind of ice you could want. Warm ice. That's water. Get it. Um, anyway, uh, they, uh, uh, the guy's talking, he's like, yeah, there's so many bells and whistles on this, uh, on these, uh, refrigerators. It's just ridiculous. Now I've never met this person before in my life. I, uh, you know, was talking to him for about two minutes. You know, there's a lot of bells and whistles on these, uh, refrigerators now that you never know what's going to happen. And he says direct quote, I used to work at Lexus and boy, I tell you, you know, if you even hit a, 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 a rear or a side mirror on one of those vehicles, it's automatically 1200 bucks. And I looked at this guy and I said, that's so weird. Cause like two years ago when my car was next to brand new, I hit my side view mirror and it broke. I said, so now I just put some heavy duty duct tape on it and, uh, or not duct tape, but fancy tape and some really good glue. And I said, I'm riding it out. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with it. I said, it probably, uh, you know, they won't let it slide when I go to return the lease and I'll have to bite the bullet. But how weird is that, that some guy, I don't know, middle sixties, middle seventies, I don't know how old he was out of nowhere in the appliance department at home Depot starts talking broken side view mirror with me. I was blown away. I had to, I grabbed the wife. I'm like, Hey, listen to this. And, uh, and it was like, Whoa, we got to get out of here. That's just too weird. Cause I, uh, uh, you know, my lease is coming up. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to address this mirror situation eventually, eventually that, uh, uh, I'm going to end up paying the price. Although I don't know, I might just have to buy that thing out. I got so many damn dents in it. I, I've, I've owned a lot of cars in my life cause I drive a lot of miles and, uh, I get bored with cars. So I end up picking up a new one and they're usually older, you know, not junkers, but close to junkers. And, uh, I have more dings in this new 
lease that I have than all the other cars combined in my, in my driving life. Cause I'm telling you, there's a lot of, I think every panel has a ding in it. It's not going to be a good lease return. Plus I'm way over on my miles, but that's a, that's a story for another show. I, uh, I got, I got a little bit of time to figure out what I'm going to do there. So after I was at home Depot today, I ended up having to go to the mall with the wife and, uh, and, uh, I'm walking around the mall cause she's shopping and I'm just doing laps cause I got to get my steps in. You got to get your steps. So I go, uh, walking around and they have all these kid play areas. Like, like, and I, when my kids were little, we used to go there, but there was no coronavirus then. So you let your kids play there and there's all these little booger picking, drooling little kids climbing all over this shit. And then your kid goes in there, climbs all over it. And then they're over there and they're eating snacks and they're having crackers and cookies and I'm like almost throwing up in the hallway. I'm like, oh, what's the matter with you people? Like, don't you get it? There's a serious flu epidemic going around and you're basically letting your kid lick this toy that this other kid licked. Oh, I'm telling you, where does it end? I almost went in there and had an intervention with these parents. Like, what are you people thinking? You can't let your kids climb all over that stuff and lick it. Jeez Louise. We were at the Home Depot and the wife grabs a little thing and just wipes the cart down. Everything's, you know, stale. Because, I mean, it's out there. It's bad. But, yeah, these parents who are overprotective of their little babies, and I think I've gotten into this on other shows, that uh, the parents are so overprotective. Oh, you know, don't hold them that way. Don't, you know, make sure you wash your hands. And and we can't let little Jimmy do that. And, and oh, my gosh, we have to, you know, have helmets on them, everything they do. And then they take them out and they put them in this Petri dish of a car seat that looks like you might have dumped 700 pounds of candy in it and all this gooey, sticky shit. And they put the kid in there every day. Yet if they go outside the house or they go to, they will put a helmet on, put, you know, protective this, protective that. They put them in a little bubble. Well, then you take them out of that shitty car seat, put them in the grubby stroller and you take them into the mall and put them on the shitty toys. It's like, oh my God. Although I do have to say I was in this one section of the mall and it was called like play, play something. But it was like, it had a little playhouse in it and a little fire area and whatever. And there was this little dude who, I don't know, I don't know ages, but he was, you know, uh, I'm holding my hand about three and a half feet off the ground. He's about that big. And uh, he he went into the little cabinet and he put on the little hat and the little fire jacket. And he had the little walkie-talkie and he's walking around the fire truck having the time of his life. I'm like, you know, maybe these, uh, maybe these places are wiping the toys down in between or whatever. I don't know, but this kid was just cute as hell. He was just a little shaver, but, uh, all decked out in the fire deal. And that, you know, cause back then that's really all you want to do is be a fireman or a policeman. Right. And that way, uh, you can save the world in uh, one fashion or another. So it was quite an adventurous day at the mall. Let me tell you. And then I also had a food stop. I got to tell you about this food stop when we come back from the break. After this short commercial break, we'll be back with more of the DK Project. And now a word from our sponsors. All right, podcast fans, it's time to talk a little hair. The Hair Studio in Chaska has got some unique opportunities available for stylists who are looking to make a change. If you're a hairstylist in the Chaska area and you've got some experience and are looking to make that move into self-employed, independent booth rental, so you're running your business, give the Hair Studio in Chaska a call. The hair studio has a couple of booth opportunities available, and what they're telling me is these opportunities don't come available very often, so don't let this one slip away. So if you're a stylist or know someone who's a stylist who are thinking about making the change, head on over to the hair studio in Chaska. They can be reached at 952-368-0000. 
1-800-926-0900, located in downtown Chaska. And as always, if you're looking for a trim cut, color perm print, wax style, or just need a place to hang out, head on over to the hair studio in Chaska, 952-368-0900. Tell them you heard about it on the DK Project. Hey everyone, it's Darren from the DK Project. I want to tell you about my outdoor living space. I contacted NRD Landscape a few years ago, and they came out and helped me with the design and build of my outdoor dream space. I've actually used NRD on my last two projects, and both went better than expected. The team at NRD were so helpful throughout the whole process from design to completion. I mean, let's face it, the process is difficult to design and build your outdoor space. Why not bring in the pros at NRD Landscape? Whether you've been thinking about it for a while or you're just starting the process, contact NRD Landscape Design to get your project to the next level. Don't let another summer pass you by. Check them out on the web, nrdlandscape.com, or give them a call at 952-212-2665 and tell them you heard it on the DK Project. And now, back to the show. Ha <laughs> There we go. Hey, we need to shout out to uh, NRD, our favorite sponsor for uh, their uh, home show representation. Got the old DK Project, uh, uh, some good stuff from the home show, and uh, they always have a great display out there and and do it up right. I think uh, I think they may have made an appearance on TV uh, again this year, Mister TV Celebrity. Anyway, uh, thanks again to them, NRD. Great. Uh, Great uh, little company that uh, will take care of your landscaping needs. Anyway, uh, I want to tell you guys about this restaurant I was at. It's called uh, Samba in uh, Hopkins, Minnesota. It is Brazilian food. For those of you who don't know what Brazilian food is, I didn't either. I was uh, new to the whole uh, Brazilian thing. But, uh, wow, it was pretty decent. Had had myself some paella, and uh, they had these little empanada-like things, and these croquettes. I'm telling you, we just did a little sampler platter. It was top shelf. So if you're in the area and uh, are looking for a little bite and eh, a little on the uh, pricey side, but uh, if you're smart, you can make it work. It's also got a lot of like Greek uh, food that uh, like they have a little grocery center that you can just buy stuff from too, which is kind of cool. But yeah, head over there and check it out. I would highly recommend it. The food was great. They, uh, had this, uh, 30 pepper sauce that they use for dipping sauce that I was like, is it hot? He says, it's a strong sauce. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Strong sauce. He's like, it's a strong sauce. So I, I did the old finger test and it seemed fine. So I put a little more on my, on my food and Hey, Oh, <laughs> it wasn't horrible. It was actually a really good heat, but he had uh, all these sauces on the, on the side there where they were selling stuff. And he goes, I said, do you, do you, do you sell your sauce? He goes, yeah, we can put some in a jar for you if you want it. And I'm like, no, I don't want any. I just want to know if you sell it. And he's like, yeah, it's very similar to that, but it actually has, uh, more peppers in it than what you see there on the shelf. So multi-pepper situation. Anyway, Samba, uh, restaurant, although we did walk by this other, uh, place that we'll be hitting next, uh, which was some family style, uh, restaurant in, uh. Hopkins and man alive. It was like noon and you couldn't get a spot. It was, it was crazy full. Uh, it's right on main street. I can't remember what it was called, but definitely uh, worth checking out after, uh, LDKs there because I, uh, I don't know that there's enough room for all of us, but they must be doing a pretty good breakfast spread there because my gosh, they, uh, 
they were hitting it hard. I, I was impressed. So if you get a chance, go check out Samba down there in downtown Hopkins. It was, uh, it was really actually really quite good. And, uh, anyway, I, uh, also wanted to touch on a few things that are coming up. I know, uh, the shooter checked in with me this week. He is working on the hero segment. I think we have our first hero that we'll be highlighting in the next week or two. Uh, it's going to be kind of hit or miss the next couple of weeks. Cause we got a lot of travel planned. Got the big spring break coming up. We're going to be, uh, uh, actually double dipping on the spring break. I'm going to do a little spring break with the college kid and then, uh, come home and do a little spring break with the family. So if anybody knows any cool stuff to do between Phoenix and San Diego, reach out to me, um, at the, uh, the DK project podcast at gmail.com and let me know the, uh, secret spots. Cause we want to do some doom bugging or dirt biking or whatever. And then, uh, maybe over in San Diego, a little surfing, that kind of thing. I don't know. Stay tuned. But uh, if anybody has any uh, great ideas, I know we've got some listeners out on the West Coast and uh, any insider trading is greatly appreciated so that we can uh, make sure we're hitting all the hot spots while we're there without uh, wasting a lot of time. So anyway, that's coming up. Uh, so we should be hearing more from the shooter on uh, on that. Hopefully Diamond Dave comes across his dog and can uh, uh, be back for us this week. I know he's going on spring break also. So everything, uh, uh, else is in full motion. I sent out a, uh, Facebook post, uh, this week that if you, if you or anybody, you know, is, uh, dealing with some real estate stuff and you have some questions, I, uh, I've been a real estate appraiser for 25 years and a realtor for probably 20. Uh, so I know all the ins and outs of real estate and, and all the answers that, uh, uh, maybe most people don't. Um, I know a lot of people have been fooled lately by watching TV shows and, Oh, you know what? I know how to flip houses. I'm going to renovate. I'm going to do this. And everybody always has questions, especially when it comes to appraising, because, um, you know, valuing a property is, is a, is a challenging, uh, uh, thing to do. And, and a lot of people are misled because they watch these TV shows and because they talk to these home handymen at home Depot or wherever, and they find that they, uh, they don't, uh, know maybe as much as they should. And people on those TV shows are misleading everyone. So don't get misled by the TV shows. Um, if you have questions, hit me up on social media, uh, at the DK project podcast or, uh, at Darren K Meyer, um, or send us an email at the DK project podcast.com. Hey, I got to tell you guys one other thing, uh, that, <laughs> that I really found amusing. And, uh, as I played it for family and friends, they, uh, they were able to identify the the reason why I find it so amusing is because, uh, I've got a little pet peeve that drives me absolutely bonkers. And it's usually when I can either hear you, uh, crunching your food or, or listening to you eat, it drives me absolutely up, up a tree and I can't handle it. And I've, uh, run into some strange situations where, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I've had to like leave an area or, or have some words with people because I just can't handle the fact that, these people are crunching their food really loud. So anyway, I ran across this video this week. I was watching. It was, uh, uh, Bobby Lee was over at Polly Shore's house. Polly Shore, you know, brah. He, uh, he's famous for, he's done some movies and stuff, but he's also a stand-up comedian and, and, uh, he was always big at the, uh, spring break stuff. But anyway, him and Bobby, uh, Bobby Lee are in his kitchen. Cause if you haven't seen the random rants thing, it's pretty funny. Cause they move around and they, uh, 
you know, uh, this particular one, they had separate segments. And in this segment, it was, they called it the eating segment, but actually it was just, uh, Polly putting some, I don't know, some type of paste or some kind of shit on a cracker and eating it. And Bobby's like, you know what, dude, I already ate. I don't want to eat. Like, don't even bother. So they're over in this corner and they're talking and, and this is the segment that I just couldn't handle. So here, I'll play a little bit of it for you and, and, uh, people can tell me what they think. This is the glory hole corner. Honestly, just chew the food first. Okay. Because the crunching and the way your breath smells right now, I fucking hate it. Okay. okay. So go on. No, but just chew it first. Okay. I'm telling you, I uh, I had it on the YouTube on my TV and I tried to record it with my phone and uh, you couldn't hear them talking on the TV because I was laughing so hard. Uh, and I couldn't contain myself. I don't know, for some reason, that is one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. And, and, and I guess it's only because that's kind of how I, uh, <laughs> how I handle food chewing situations myself. It's, uh, it's not pretty, but, uh, it was, uh, it really hit close to home. So I laughed my ass off, but yeah, check out those random rants from, from Polly. Um, I know he had Chris, Christina Pruszynski on there this week and, uh, it was, it's really quite comical. Polly's, uh, I think he's 52 now. It's so hard to believe because I remember Polly and and uh, and the gang when I was young when MTV first came out and they would do these huge spring break things. It was like that was like everything. I got to get the spring break, man. I got to get down to the beach. Spring break. You know, we're now uh I'm at the age where it's like I got kids that I don't want to explain that shit to my kids like people running around naked doing crazy stuff because they're on spring break. So it's it's kind of a full circle thing. And it seems like just yesterday, but I, uh, you know, I did my, my spring break time and, and had a blast. Everybody, uh, everybody had a good time. We actually drove to Daytona beach and, uh, and had a good time. Only one of us was 21, but somehow we were able to obtain a lot of alcohol. But anyway, uh, it was a great time and, and, uh, and Polly shore and, and the MTV people, Randy, the redwoods, come on. That's classic MTV right there. Right now, I think MTV just plays pure crap with uh, with stupid uh, stupid TV shows about things that uh, you know people just watch the stupidest shit. But yeah, you know that's probably what my parents were saying when I was watching Polly Shore live from Daytona Beach or Randy the Redwoods or or what the hell ever. So anyway. I don't want to carry on for too long. I, uh, I just wanted to get a show out, let everybody know what's happening. Make sure that you, uh, know that we didn't fall off the face of the earth. Uh, like I said, we just had a little canine code red that we are addressing and, uh, we should be back to normal this week with a, with a full show with all the, uh, with all the, uh, normal participants and, uh, maybe we'll even have a local hero segment. So anyway, everyone, thanks for tuning in. Tell a friend, make sure you spread it around. If you know anybody that you want to hear on the show or you think might be a good interview, don't be afraid to uh, send them our way. Again, the DK Project Podcast at gmail.com. Other than that, everyone have a great week and we'll check in with you next week. Take care. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.